0: To another edition of the Unicorns podcast. This is a podcast series featuring business leaders, motivators, innovators, and general go getters. With interest in Brazilian focused rare earths plays running very hot at the moment, Rosoro Strategic Metals is hoping to follow in the footsteps of recent ASX Darlings, Meteoric Resources, and the Gina Reinhardt backed. Brazilian Rare Earths. Backing up its run at the ASX next month are a series of very high-grade results from its Tiros, Clay, Rare Earths and Titanium Oxide project, which has the potential to be an industry-leading multi-generational mine. To tell us more about Rosoro, I'm talking with its CEO and President of Rosoro, Chris Eager. G'day Chris, welcome to the program. Thank you very much. Thanks for the opportunity to to talk about it. Well, first of all, tell us about the TIROS project, where it is, and the most recent results that have been announced to the Toronto Stock
1: Exchange, where you're currently listed. The TIROS project is 477 square kilometres, just north of the capital city of Minas Gerais, Belo Horizonte. That's a mouthful. (laughs) Minas Gerais is actually, the state name is General Mines. It's the translation. So it is a mining state, very positive towards mining, very good uh, permitting regime. The location of the deposit is just north of the capital city and we've got extremely good infrastructure. We've got 500 kVA power lines fed by hydroelectricity. We've got a railway line that goes to deep water ports. The deposit itself, the Tiros deposit, is a clay style deposit but it's a differentiated deposit in terms of It's a very extensive volcanic plastic layer that goes on for 71 kilometres, average 40, 50 metres thick at surface or near surface with extremely high-grade titanium dioxide and rare earth elements. So the big differentiator is that we have titanium dioxide average grade around 12.5% and very high-grade total rare earth oxides averaging over 3,000 ppm. In fact, all our samples for the deposit. If you take all of them, 84% of them are over 3000 ppm, which is much higher than the majority of projects.
0: So to put those results into context for our listeners, how do those grades compare to other clay, rare earths and titanium projects, especially for the
1: high value magnet metals? Our NDPR grades are very significant. We've got a lot of areas which are over 1000 ppm. A good grade is 600 ppm. There are many projects which are just over a 1,000 ppm total rare earth oxides. We're looking, uh, hopefully, at a total resource grade of, as I said, over 3,000 ppm. We're at the top end of the range, so we compare very favourable in terms of grade and tonnage in rare earths to the best projects in Brazil, but... We've also got associated one to one correlated titanium dioxide at about 12.5%. And, you know, a good ilmenite mine probably has one or 2%. And where our uh, titanium dioxide is anatase, principally, some Il- ilmenite as well, but at 12.5%. So our grade is just spectacular. Last year, Chris, you
0: doubled your footprint at TIROS. So how large is the project now? and what proportion of the project have you explored thus far?
1: Well, the project has been explored over about 11 and a half year period. Um, the previous owner was a private Brazilian company. They actually spent about $40 million in the area, not just on terras, but in the general area. We started off at the beginning of last year with 177 square kilometers. We're now at 477 square kilometers. The drilling that we've done is in the central block of TIROS, and that is about 9% of the 477 square kilometers. Um, So we're doing, we're currently completing a calculation, a JORC resource target we're going to publish in our prospectus, um, and then rapidly follow on with a resource statement for the project. So we've got enough data in the lab, but we've got a big backlog of assays, and so over the months to come, we'll continue to announce results. And one of the really interesting aspects of this project is that the the ore body is very homogeneous. So um, n- where every hole we drill has high grade results, we don't have low grade holes. So it bodes very well for the results. It's a good problem to have, Chris. Uh, yes, exactly. So it's it's very homogeneous. Yeah, you, you touched
0: on Jork before. You're working towards a Jork resource for the central tenements of TIROS, So, talk us through the expected timeline for that.
1: Well, as I said, we're just completing the Jork report for the prospectus, which will contain the Jork exploration target. So it, we'll come up with a target to say this is what we think is in this just the central block. And then immediately afterwards, within a number of weeks, we'll put all the data in that we've from the the drilling program that we just finished a drilling program with RC, diamond, and auger drilling. And that'll go into measured, indicated, and inferred, massively inferred. But as I said, this is a very continuous, homogeneous deposit. So we only have to drill on very wide space centers. And most of the deposit is from surface, it's horizontal. It's a horizontal a layer, so it doesn't require thousands of meters of drilling to get to a Jolk resource. So on that basis, can investors look forward to more results soon? Very soon, yeah. More drill results and more updates on the preliminary economic assessment, more updates on the general strategy of the company. So there'll be a lot of news flow coming out in the months after the listing you're, you're teasing me, Chris. <laughs>
0: now, what about a scoping study? What can you tell us about that?
1: Well, the scoping study, we're starting the metallurgical test work component of that. And the strategy there is that we're producing a resource model first. So that'll go into the scoping study. Second, we'll take that and we'll subdomain it and produce a geometallurgical model because one of the keys is determining how to extract both the titanium and rare earths. Then we uh, have got quotes and we're in the process of negotiating with three large engineering firms to complete the initial scoping study, moving to PFS very quickly.
0: You're on the TSX now. You have the ticker RSM. Um, what, what is your logic behind the upcoming listing on ASX and what is your timing for that?
1: The logic is that we've had no trading on the TSX. The TSX is going through a very difficult period where there's very few uh, investors in smaller cap companies and for a number of reasons, uh, you know, the cannabis um, escapades they had there sucked all the speculative money out of the market and also a lot of the big small brokers are being bought by big brokers and banks. The market's going through a very difficult period at the moment. It'll come back at some stage, of course. The, and then uh, beginning of last year, uh, I was looking at raising some money in Canada, got nowhere, went to Sydney. The first day I arrived, we were oversubscribed on the capital raising. We did two subsequent capital raisings with very good quality funds in Sydney. But it was all on the basis that we would do the listing in Australia so the australian market is very educated on rare earths and very very key rare earths when we start releasing economics and and the, the full nature of this project you know and they do comparables with other projects it's going to come out extremely well and um you know in terms of the titanium side we don't really market heavily that but it's it adds a huge diversification and economic interest to the project as well. So the support locally for Rosoro here in Australia has been quite solid. Oh, very solid, yes. A lot of people buying ahead of the listing in Australia. So it provides a, a nice arbitrage opportunity for people to buy on the market today in Canada ahead of the listing. So for those people that are listening to this podcast, Chris, that are looking at Rosoro, what would be your message to them? What we know today is we've got a very, very large, very high tonnage, very high grade titanium and rare earths project. It would be a standalone project just with the titanium or just with the rare earths. The area we're in is very pro-development and Brazil is very strong on permitting and probably one of the best places in the world to permit a project. So we can deliver results extremely quickly. The tonnes and grade of the deposit speak for themselves.
0: So apart from the Jork resource and the scoping study, what's next at Tiros, including your recently approved northern and
1: southern tenements? So what we'll do is we've finished the drilling program for this Jork resource, Um, What we'll do is a little bit more infill drilling on the area that's been pattern drilled to lift more into a measured and indicated category. And then we'll do scout drilling in the other mineral rights. So we've got a massive area in the south of the project area, um, which is next to a reasonable-sized town in flat cattle grazing area, next to a railway line which goes to a deep water port Um, So an ideal place to start an operation. The reason we're drilling the central block is that's where all the historic data was and the 21 drill holes that we started with. So we can um, rapidly increase the the tonnage that we can demonstrate at the project.
0: Chris Eager, CEO and President of Rosoro. Best of luck in 2024 and all the best with your plans to list on the
1: ASX. Thank you for coming on to the show and good luck. Yeah, thank you very much. We're in a very strong position and I think it's worth watching for the next year.